This is exactly right. Welcome to the My Favorite Murder Minisode. Hey, thanks for coming. Thanks for staying. Thanks for sending us your hometown murders to my favorite murder at Gmail. We're going to read them to you now, all 11,000 of them. That's right. You go first, Georgia. <laughs> I'll do the first 6,000. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This one's called Blood Drinking Juggalo and Consensual Digit Amputation. Oh, hell yes. That sounds like a fun one. Maybe I should sh- stay- save that one for the end. Just go for it. Okay. Just go. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to tease. Don't overthink it. Okay. Hey there, everyone. Okay, Stephen, Karen, Georgia, and Fur Pals. That's a great way to Gross. do it. <laughs> it's not cool at all. <laughs> the visual that just brought up in my mind was straight from Tumblr. It was so dirty. Fur Pals is something they sell at like the pleasure chest. Fur Pals is none of my business what you do in the bedroom. <laughs> There's a convention, though, so it's not necessarily in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, it could be anywhere. <laughs> um I just wanted to pop in and leave you with a fun, albeit murderless, hometown story with an insane clown posse motif. Sweet. Last August, a woman named Shelby showed up at St. Mary's Hospital in Green Bay, Wisconsin, with a bloody mess of a hand. Of course her name was Shelby. <laughs> of course. Her, I, I think I've said that to you where every time I go home to Petaluma, I know that I'm at a girls' softball game because someone's like, go, Shelby! Every time. I live in Northern California. I'm from Northern California. I don't know if I've ever met a Shelby. It's a very, like, it's a country name. It's yeah. like a rural name. Is it short for sh- something? Shelban? Shel- no, I, I have no idea. Okay. It's just like a, it's like a local name mm. is what it feels like to me. So the idea that there's a Shelby in Wisconsin <laughs> makes perfect sense. Is <laughs> into getting her fingers cut off. It's like a name they give you in 4-H. <laughs> it's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> we don't have 4-H here. Did you guys? No. Uh, yeah, I was in 4-H. Oh. I won't talk about it. How many? Time. Okay. Four. and one missing finger okay with the bloody mess of a hand on one missing finger she was insistent that doctors did not notify police oh there's something sketchy Uh no 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 no. it's fine i was no i was cutting cutting things (laughs) just to reattach it yeah i love food but explain that her friend jonathan schrapp had consensually removed her pinky finger with a machete, and they wrote, what? As part of a, memor- a memorial ritual for for a fellow juggler who had passed away a year prior, a pinky for a year. Man. Wait, you you get your pinky chopped off? If someone else dies, that doesn't seem fair. What happened to pour one out? <laughs> what happens for 20 years later when you have no fucking digits? And also just you'd kind of, I mean, like, think of the friends you had in your 20s that you were chopping a finger off for. You'd be like, that girl that borrowed my sweater, I can't remember her first yeah. name. Right. And it's like, I bet you could do something, like, maybe do something nice in his memory and not yeah. chop a fucking finger off. Donate $50 to your local library. There you go. Keep all your fingers. <laughs> you need all 10. Listen, ask us before you memorialize someone. We'll <laughs> let you know if it's fucking psychotic. Or we're good with memorials. <laughs> That's kind of our thing. It's kind of our jam. Um, okay. Blah, blah, blah. Passed away. Okay. Apparently, earlier that day, Shelby, Jonathan, and two other friends, one of whom went by the name Bloody Ruckus, which I think is a strong indicator of their lifestyle and decision making, <laughs> had decided to perform a bloodletting for the deceased insane clown posse fan. Mm-hmm. And Shelby offered her arm. <laughs> 
don't know. Jonathan made a one inch incision and subsequently filled a shot glass with her blood, which he then drank. Oh, guys. No. No. Someone eventually decided that this was not enough. Maybe it was too twilighty. I'm not sure. I don't know what that means. And thus began the, the talk. Movie, yeah, the I know, but I don't know what happened in that movie. Oh, right. They, people fell in love. There's, I call, oh. I like to call it stare porn because the oh. first time I saw it, I could not stop laughing because all they do, the first time they see each other is just stare for probably 45 seconds. Of googly like, eyes. Yeah, but it's really intense. It's like taking like almost like a teen romance movie and then acting like it's uh, true crime. There's a, There's an mm. element of menace to it. That's so like perfect for a 16 year old girl, mm. like Robert like, Pattinson staring at you like he might want to like fuck you or he might want to wring your neck. Just remember in real life, that guy doesn't look like that. So someone fucking staring at you for 45 seconds, like press mute on that movie next time and just watch him stare at her. It's and how scary it is. How creepy it is. And even he looks like Robert Pattinson. I just don't mean to shame people who don't fucking. Yeah, it's staring. not about the actor. No, staring isn't. Well, I mean, staring, it's an indicator that he's a vampire. Yeah. We all know that. Okay. Um, da, 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 not enough. He drank the blood. Da, 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 Twilighty. And thus began the talk of appendage removal. Again, um, compliant and generous Shelby volunteered herself. And with two ha- whacks of a machete, Shrap had removed her pinky all of the way to the palm. Two, two whacks. Oh. Two. You n- normally you get that done in one. If it's a big, bad, terrible thing, please do it in one. <sighs> it's a pinky. Why would it take two? Let's try it right now, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen, get in here. Stephen comes in with a rusty old machete. <laughs> Bring a shot glass. Um, okay, all the way to the palm. He then put the pinky in his freezer with plans to cook it and eat it later. Oh my god, guys, what? So many bad decisions. Is this truly honoring your fallen juggalo? Your juggalo comes back from the dead and he's like, hey, real quick. Hey. Being dead sucks. Can you guys fucking quit it? Um, Stop it. This is about you, not me. (laughs) You're being really (laughs) selfish right now. You're showing off. After amateur surgery hour was over, the group uh, attempted to cauterize their wound, first with, first with a car cigarette lighter. (laughs) Why? And then with a blowtorch, all caps. Why? Shelby continued to hang out with her ICP crew for the rest of the day until she began having seizures that they suspected may have been a result of the finger chopping. You think? Uh, maybe that or the crank yeah. that she was clearly on. Uh, so they kindly dropped her off at her boyfriend's house. <laughs> the boyfriend's mom insisted that she go to the hospital. Thank God. I mean... And that's how we ended up with this gem of a story. To wrap things up, Jonathan Schrapp was recently sentenced to 3.5 years in prison for charges of mayhem and reckless injury. And during his trial, the judge tried to liken juggalos to Trekkies. Well, that's <laughs> incorrect. Granted, I've never seen a star, I've never seen Star Trek, but I haven't heard too much about fans removing body parts to honor fallen comrades. <laughs> and here come all the emails know, that actually, tell us exactly that story. <laughs> actually, in conclusion, stay sexy, maybe just bring flowers to the cemetery. Next time, Shelby. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh no, that was her name. Maybe just brings flowers to the cemetery next time, Shelby. Lots of love, Alyssa. Oh man, that was good. Yeah, that's so funny. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, have to be a Shelby? murder. If uh, it's that good, it doesn't have to be a murder. So people are like, what do we do to commemorate our friend who died? And Shelby's like, let's cut my arm off. She raises her hand twice in the day. It's <laughs> like, I got an idea and I will do the thing that I'm... She's like, I have an idea. And then she's like, wait, I have a better idea staring at her own arm. <laughs> oh, honey. Uh, Go get honey. help. Go Shelby. get help. Okay. Uh, let's see. 
Attem- the subject line of this is attempted murder as creepy as fuck gas station. This one's for you, Karen. Uh oh. Hello there, my sweet baby Angles, uh, and Steven, Elvis, and Mimi. My name is Gabby, and I'm from a smallish town called Painesville, about 30 minutes east of Cleveland, Ohio. My best friend Peter introduced me to your podcast. Needless to say, we're both obsessed. Peter. Peter. Um, just like Karen, I binge watch a lot of I Survive. So once I started listening to your podcast, I knew I had to tell you about the attempted murder and kidnapping of Megan, a super sweet, kind-hearted girl that I went to high school with. <laughs> On November 28th, 2010, both 20 years old, Charles J. Rhodes, we'll call him Jim, we'll call him Jim. <laughs> All right. Um, asked Megan for a ride home from a party they were both at. The two of them had previously dated back in college a few years prior. They arrived at Jim's house at 4 a.m. Nothing good happens after midnight. Uh, where they started to discuss their relationship. Megan was ready to leave, but Jim, for some odd reason, had the keys and would not give them back to her. I bet he grabbed him. Um, as she tried to leave, Jim tackled Megan to the ground and began to strike her to, uh, her in the face with his fist. He broke the orbitals on her face, oh. which I guess is a fancy term for the bones around your eyes. It is. And knocked her unconscious. Several witnesses saw him drag her to the trunk of his car, then go inside his house and come back out with two steak knives and some personal items. Did the witnesses call the police? No. Like you just saw someone get assaulted and dragged into a trunk? Were you too busy making your fucking PB&J to call the police? Oh, my God. I don't understand. God, what is wrong with people? Okay, so Jim then drove to a gas station, which is now right down the street from where my boyfriend and I live. It's creepy as fuck. As I stated in my subject line, I know you like a captivating subject line. Uh, and I hate going there because all the workers call me darling or sweetie. And yeah. I'm like, um, I'm not your sweetie. And can you not K bye in my Georgia voice? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just tell the story. <laughs> so while at the gas station, Megan, being the badass that she is, was able to pull the release trap inside the trunk mm-hmm. and jump out. That's amazing that they started making those. And, and oh. it's insane that we have to use them. It's so crazy that you know some person who had a ton of anxiety in their whole life was just like, you need to calm down, Rick. And then he was like, I just think we should have pull things. And now one's like, thanks, Rick. Yes. I'm glad you're crazy. There's the movie. There's the movie you're going to write. <laughs> the a movie all about Rick. Rick. And his, his release lever. Rick pulls the... <laughs> yes, Rick pulls the release lever. <laughs> of his life. That's the lifetime. <laughs> okay. This is bad. So while at the gas station, Megan, being the badass that she is, was able to pull the release trap inside the trunk Mm -hmm. and jump out yet. Yet? We started talking at the yet. Okay. Yet. Jim caught her and stabbed (gasps) her several times in the head, neck, and back. (gasps) The blade of the knife broke off and embedded in her neck. Then she ran inside the gas station and collapsed while Jim took off in his car. She was transported to a nearby hospital, was treated and released while Jim fled all the way to New York. He then called his father, who convinced him to return to Ohio and turn himself in. Good dad. Yes. In court, friends and family argued that Jim had a personality disorder and that therapy was needed rather than than prison time. (laughs) That maybe 20 years prior. Uh, But the judge was like, no fucking way. And Jim was sentenced to 18 years in prison. 
Megan made the following, uh, made the statement to him at the hearing. I know a lot of people are downplaying the felonious assault. I had three wounds in my head from a knife being stuck in the back of my head. I don't know how someone can say that that's not serious. I remembered the entire night. If I didn't get myself out of the situation, I don't know where my family or I would be today. She stayed sexy and did not get murdered. Thank you, ladies, for your love of true crime and all reassuring all of us murderers out here that we're not the only ones. Gabby. Gabby. Thanks. I mean, um, I hate to go over Stephen's head, but I have one that I want to read that I found. That's okay. If you guys don't mind, I'd love to take the floor. Okay. It's called, because it's called a deathbed confession. Uh oh. Karen in Georgia, love your show immensely. My good chum. Oh. And I are going to see your live show in Indianapolis. That doesn't oh, make we thought, sense. We thought that meant you were Scottish. Are you tricking us? Uh. I've always wanted to send in a hometown murder, but I don't think there were, I didn't think there were any murders nearby until I had a conversation with a neighbor. For some content, context, I live in a very small town that is compromised, comprised, <laughs> compromised probably, of less than 4,000 people. That being said, it's very rare to have any sort of crime in a town that is like Mayberry. As it turns out, a young girl named Cheryl Fossil, Foss, Fossil, 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 was brutally murdered in 1977. She was only 16 at the time. Cheryl was decapitated and her head was found in a creek. Her torso was found a few miles away in another creek. Can you tell this is the middle of nowhere? No one has ever been convicted of the murder, though a woman in Texas confessed on her deathbed that she witnessed slash took part in the murder. What? This woman named another individual as an accomplice only for police to find that he had recently committed suicide. People speculate that Cheryl had become part of a group of drug users transients and was killed for threatening to tell police about their nefarious activity. I believe that a local might have might have killed her and that her murder was covered up by the corrupt local law enforcement. I find this cold case fascinating, which I thought Georgia might also. And there are still so many questions that family members and locals have. What remains most perplexing is the fact that law enforcement has tried to sweep the situation under the rug and not discuss it. It makes me so sad that this poor girl was considered a, quote, runaway and her murder was no not further looked into. Ending an email this dark on a positive note is impossible. So stay sexy and don't get murdered. Much love to you both. Stay safe, cat. Wow. Fucking deathbed confessions, man. How how do you sweep a beheading under the rug? I don't know. I guess I guess it's understandable that police aren't going to have like yearly conferences and be like, "Hey, guys, remember when that thing happened?" But that's only. But unless they had like exhaustedly tried to look into it, which we don't know, they didn't. We don't know anything yeah. really. No. But it's just that idea is so dark. It's like because it's not. Uh, she was she f- was found dead under suspicious circumstances. No. It's like a beheading. She got fucking murdered as fuck. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. 
Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant-quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. All right. The subject line of this one is that time my dad took me along to a hostage. (laughs) Situation? Uh, There's situation isn't there. I'm going to get, yeah. Took me along to a hostage. Cool. Uh, And then in parentheses, a first responder-ish story. Cool. Hey, Mama Murderinos, Steven, and all the collective fur babies. Gross. It's (laughs) it's, it's becoming a trend. 
Uh, you're also rad. I love the podcast. I grew up in a fairly small town, farming community in southern Utah that relied heavily on the volunteers of the community to be the EMTs, firefighters, reserve deputies, wow. and the sheriff's office, etc. My dad was very involved in those things and had a large thirst for adventure and almost no fear in the face of terrifying situations. Mm. At 6'6 six, six, and probably somewhere around 300 pounds, uh, he was almost always called to any situation or search and rescue mission because his presence was, e was either intimidating or, or extremely comforting, depending on what was happening. It wasn't uncommon for him to take either me or one of my sisters on different calls that weren't dangerous, uh, i.e. a kid getting stuck on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how often do you think that happened in that town regularly? So you go out your bedroom window that's on the second floor. Oh, yeah. Because you threw a thing out the or window. Or your big brother was like, just do it. Don't your be big, a pussy. Your big brother took a 45 yes. of yours that you were trying to listen to and be a dick and threw it onto the roof. Yeah. So then you had to go out to get it. Just get it. And then all you his friends, All his friends were watching. All his friends are in his room watching out the other window. Laughing their asses off. You start sliding down the side <laughs> oh, of the roof. God. Then everybody stops laughing. Yeah. And they're like, mm. Mom, I have to t we have to tell you something. Yeah. And then it goes right to the... All right. <laughs> okay. Children on roofs. Love but, it. Um, but one night when I was seven or eight, my dad had picked me up from a sleepover at my grandparents because I was homesick mm. or whatever reason kids have for wanting to go home in the middle of the night. And there was an emergency call as we were driving home. The county sheriff had gone to the home of a couple that had gotten to some kind of dis domestic dispute. Things escalated quickly. And the man took his wife and the sheriff hostage at gunpoint. Wow. There had been another search and rescue mission that night to look for a missing girl lost on the mountain, oh, and most of the responders were already on that call. Oh, my God. Whoa. My dad rushed over to the home of the hostage situation with me still in the car, told me to lay down on the floor of the back seat. <laughs> That'll fix it. Not to move or look at the windows, or look out the windows. So everything's going to be fine. And you're like, aren't you glad you left that sleepover? <laughs> yeah, just um, how are your nightmares now? Because they're real and real. Life. <laughs> and your dad is walking straight into one of them. <laughs> anyway, bye. Lock the doors. Okay, obviously I started stealing looks as soon as he shut the door <laughs> and ran over to the other deputies outside the home. I didn't see a lot. There was a lot of yelling through a megaphone to the man in the house and things like that, but not much more that I could see. At one point, I stole a glance and my dad had disappeared. I lay back down for what seemed like an hour before my dad got back in the car and took me home. Years and years later, at my dad's funeral in that same that same sheriff um, spoke at my dad's funeral as they had been close friends. He repeated the same story, but from his vantage point. When the sheriff had been held hostage by this man so many years ago, with a gun pointed at his head, the man was standing in the front window of his home threatening to kill his wife and the sheriff and screaming at the deputies outside. My dad had gone around <gasps> behind the house, found an unlocked window somewhere, and silently crawled through the window. A 300 pound man crawling through a window. Silently. Crept his way to the room where the others were. My dad was able to sneak up behind him, put the guy in a chokehold, <gasps> get the gun away from him. My dad apparently whispered in his deep, deep voice, we can do this the easy way or my way. No. But if we do it my way, you aren't going to like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the guy threw up his hands and they were able to come in and take him into custody. After my dad's funeral, I told my mom I had been there with dad during that call. <laughs> 
She had no idea and cried slash laughed so hard she was almost hysterical. Was it extremely questionable parenting? Most definitely. Oh my god! But as I'm writing this, I realize that my dad was the one who planted the seeds for my love of true crime, and I love that it was something we shared. I very much appreciate, and I'm so grateful the way you ladies talk about and are so open with mental illnesses. It was his own bipolar disorder that led to the end of his life, and I've always felt a stigma around his disease and death, like it was some anomaly, and his mental illness was an isolated thing, when really, it's everywhere, and I appreciate your willingness to start an honest conversation. I love you ladies and Steven. Keep up the good work. Stay sexy, and don't take your kids to hostage situations, Julie. (laughs) I'm about to cry. I know, that's really fucking awesome. Oh my god. You know what? She's exactly right that it is not an anomaly. It's everywhere. Oh. But when you suffer with mental illness in families, it feels like you're the only ones going through it. Yeah. And on top of that, it makes me happy that we got to tell that story about how awesome because you, her dad was awesome. And he was he wasn't his mental illness. Yeah, he was. Every, he was lots of other things. Yeah. And that was just one slice of his life. And he did fucking he did heroic things that some people never do it in an entire lifetime of plain old and she gets to look back and think of that hilarious memory instead I mean, of i just love that he i just love the picture of him hopping back in the car and be like okay hey, do you want to get <laughs> mcnuggets on the way home or anything this mcdonald's up here is 24 hours yeah. it is four in the morning how much uh how many mcnuggets do i pay you so you don't tell your mother this ever it's so um it's like dirty hairy or like it's just like an 80s movie yeah where it's just like the one cop that doesn't give a fuck going in through the back but window. But he also is like softy because he has two young daughters that he loves. <laughs> That's but right. He's not, he's not so soft that he won't put them in harm's way a little bit. But everybody's his daughter. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The wife was his daughter yeah. and he sees it in the eye. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's so rad. That's a, that awesome. That's awesome. beautiful. High fives to your... This is a... We're, <laughs> let's cut a pinky off for her dad. <laughs> Memorialize her dad. He deserves both arms. Thank you for sending that in. Yeah, those were great. Those, that was that. Send more of those in. We'll end on those. That's a, that's a nice. That was a great. That was a nice sesh. Um. All right. Well, send us your. Uh, let's see. Now we've got. We want your hometown murders, but we also want any EMT stories you might have. Any uh, first responder, first responder story like that is good. Well, also, please don't forget the Swiss cheese pervert right. column of just weird local things that are kind of creepy, crimey, crimes. crimey stuff, crimey based, not just weird things yeah. in general, but also then maybe a haunting or two. Yeah, oh, haunting would be fun. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe, yeah, and like also your your parents' hometown murders and your college. You know, it's it's a very vague. Yeah. Thing. We're all about no rules. Yeah. And you won't know if that's what we want until you send it and maybe, and Steven picks it or not. We're almost like the insane clown posse in that (laughs) way where we, the rules don't apply to us. We have a whole different set of like a lifestyle Mm -hmm. uh, living rules Mm -hmm. and blood is involved. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah. Stay sexy and don't get murdered. Bye. Bye.